Welcome to the Blogger Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Stapleton from ElizabethStapleton.com and founder of the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. I'm currently hard at work putting together the 2021 Blogger Breakthrough Summit, so I thought it would be fun to share some of the amazing information that was part of the 2020 Summit. Uh, Remember, if you want to make sure you're the first to hear about registration opening for the 2021 Summit, be sure to join the Summit's newsletter, um, and you can do that at bloggerbreakthrough.com forward slash newsletter. Now, Sessions in the summit uh, with our wonderful speakers in 2020 were 30 to 45 minutes long, but I've obviously promised to never have a podcast episode be more than 15 minutes because you need to take action, you need you don't have a lot of time. So instead of trying to air the entire session, um, I've pulled out snippets of them to make these podcast episodes stay short and sweet. And today I'm sharing a bit of Pinterest knowledge from Carly Campbell who actually is going to be joining us again in 2021. So uh, let's go ahead and dive in so that you can learn a little more about Pinterest. Consistent. Like Pinterest traffic fluctuates. It goes up and down for sure. But you want to compare it year over year to see if you're growing in the right direction because especially niche-wise, there's certain seasons that do better. You know, most most niches have some kind of season to them where it's going to be up and down. Absolutely. And there are ways that you can insulate yourself against that on Pinterest over time, yes. but certainly in the first year, there is not a lot you can do about that. What is a good pen? What is a good pen? That is a, that is a loaded question. It sure is. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of aspects to it, right? You've got the graphic, you've got the the call to action in the title, That's you've got the, the keywords, you've got the description, you've got maybe hashtags, although I've been experimenting with not hashtags, so I feel like they're fading. I have quit hashtags. Yeah, I completely not doing hashtags, hashtags in October. Yeah, yeah. I Not long after that, I was like, you know what? These pins that don't have hashtags seem to be doing better. I haven't seen... I will definitely... I will say I have not seen a decline anywhere since quitting hashtags. I, I saw a, a definite, definite uptick to begin with, but I don't think it was related. I think it was very seasonal. Um, and since then, I've leveled back down because the seasonal stuff is dead. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel like that's got anything to do with yeah. hashtags. Yeah, because I, I feel like like Pinterest invested in hashtags, right? And they, like, as from a, like engineering standpoint, the reality is that people searching on Pinterest aren't using hashtags, and so it wasn't really... That's you know, right. It everything comes back to user intent. What is the end user doing? And when you mentioned earlier click-throughs, what is it about our pin? What makes a good pin that is going to encourage a user to click through it? Yeah. And that is that right there is what a good pin is, but there's so much in there. So can the user read your pin when they're scrolling on their phone? Cause that's where they get small. Cause a lot of bars, I always tell them, um, cause I do mine in Google slides. Is okay. like, don't look at the slide, look at the thumbnail inside. See if that's you can read it. such, yeah, that's exactly it. After you pin that thing, go straight to your phone. If you're not in Google slides and it's hard to yeah, look yeah. at them as well, yeah. go straight to your phone and check it out and look at what it looks like in, you know, one inch by half an inch. Because if you cannot read that text on that pin and text is really important for a click through, you can get a lot of saves on a pin that has no text. Yes. But that text is your call to action. It's your, it's your thing that's going to encourage somebody to click. Tell them what's on the other side of that picture. Yeah. yeah. So, and so reading it is so important on a phone, um, which means that the contrast, you know, between your image and your text has to be good. You have to be really careful about script fonts versus clear, yes. bold. If I, especially for niches, uh, this is the one that always gets me like travel niches or food niches where the, sorry? 
I feel like they're always using scripts. Always scripts, but also where the end user doesn't always use the word as a regular part of their vocabulary. So um, like the name of an Italian town. Mm-hmm. You might, if you're planning a trip to Italy and you're searching on Pinterest, you might know that name kind of, you kind of know that you're looking for Italian town names. Yeah. And if you see it written out in um, non-cursive, what's that called? Why am I blanking on this? Uh, plain font. Plain font. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain will immediately understand what you're reading. But if you have to slow down to read it in script font, the, the user is going to default to clicking on the pin right next to yours, competing with yours, mm-hmm. that they read first. So if yours is in font, they're going to click on the one they can read first. You know, um, I'm trying to think of the name of an Italian town that would be difficult to read. I haven't been to a ton of Italian. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of like Rome is not a good Tuscany? example because Tuscany? Rome is so it could be in a scripty font to be hard to read. Sorry? Tuscany in a scripty font. Tuscany, yeah. You probably don't use that word every day. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for Tuscany vacation ideas, the ones that are easy to read, you're gonna click on them first. Yeah. So make that font bigger too. Yeah. Fill the space that you have. You know. Yeah. And I and in that sticking with our Italy travel example, right? If your pin is clearly says, you know, Tuscany travel ideas or whatever in that description, because they may not be searching Tuscany specifically. You want to use Tuscany in your, in your description. Yes. But you also want to be like, if you're looking for some great travel ideas, when you go to Italy, yes, these are fantastic things to do in Tuscany, you know, like step out so that, you know, the keywords that they're searching because they're probably looking at like Italy travel ideas, you know, and And on that note, I want to say thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode help give you a bit more perspective and understanding of Pinterest. Join me next week when I'll be sharing some lessons from Grayson Bell, who's a WordPress guru, on some WordPress mistakes you should be avoiding.